Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Good morning, Chattanooga area. Tony Sanders Outdoors is live on the air from the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River for the last time this decade. Do you realize we have done 520 shows this year? This decade, I mean. I have not. Think about that. Have I done five? No, I haven't. Done, I've done. I missed. I've done five hundred and eighteen because I've been gone. To, no, seventeen because I had jury duty. I've done five hundred seventeen. <laughs> I'm not getting that technical. We've been on the air five hundred twenty times in this decade. Wow, think about that. And probably all but three, four, maybe have been recorded. I mean, have been live. Mm-hmm. We don't do that many recorded shows. No. We've we done don't. a couple. Well, Christmas we, fell on a Saturday one time. Yep. And we didn't do yep. a show. Right. Because my family would have killed me. Mine too. And I think we did a best of that day. Yeah. But we've probably, we've probably done less than five best of shows in the entire decade. There hasn't oh, been gosh, many. yeah. We've done less than that. We've done way less than that. I can only think of one that we've done. Best so. of. Wow. Welcome to the last show of the decade. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Or as John F. Kennedy would say, the decade. You ever heard him when he would talk? He would, At the end of this decade, we will put a man on the moon, and we shall bring him safely to Earth in this decade. I'm like, it's decade. It's not decade. It's hey, de- decade. He was president. He can say what he wants. That's yeah, true. Uh, I just, I don't know. I just, I think it's kind of cool to think about. Mm-hmm. See you next decade. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> now, I, of course, I live through the see you next century. <laughs> yeah, true. We're putting more. We're putting more centuries behind us. Is the only problem. <laughs> oh, good lord! It's the alternative, I guess. I feel like uh, I feel like I'm a century old sometimes. <laughs> okay. Oh lord. I tell you though, it's been it's been an interesting decade. We've got a lot of stuff to cover that, uh, or at least things we think, and you know we'll, we'll be more than happy to listen to what everybody else thinks at two six seven one zero two three. But we've got a little list going of stuff that we think has changed, and later in the show we'll also get into our outdoor resolutions because we always do that at this time of year. Right. Not necessarily resolutions. I know you don't like that word, but I'm going to say uh, outdoor goals for the coming year. Call it what you will. Just because I don't like it to make me feel better about myself. Don't worry about it. Well, I mean, I guess resolve is a strong word. I resolve mm-hmm. to do this. That means I am going to do this as opposed to saying I would like to do this. I, I, I kind of like the like aspect of it because there's been some years I've put out this list and I've gotten like, there was one year I didn't get any of them done and then there was another year I got one done and then a couple of years ago I got like four or five done, but I didn't get all all the ones I listed. So the first show we did was January 2nd, 2010. January 2nd, 2010. Ever? No. Oh, us. 
This decade. This decade. Okay, January 2nd, 2010. No, the first show was in 2007. Right. That's been a while, too. Yeah. 2010. 2010. Damn. January 2nd, 2010, and December 28th, 2019. Next next Saturday will be 2020. 518 years in between. I mean, 518 shows in between. Seems like 518 years, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. So we do want you to call at 267-1023, Two Two burning questions. Mm-hmm. What is your resolutions for 2020 from an outdoor perspective? I don't care if you, you know, want to spend more time, you know, watching Hallmark or whatever. I don't care about that. What's your what's your resolution for 2020 for the outdoors What as related? But... Even more burning, I think. What is in? What's the top thing that you think has changed in the outdoors in this decade? That's a really good question. And when you posed that to me last night, I I did put a lot of thought into it, and, and I've come up with a few. But we want, I want to hear what our listeners have to think about this topic. And if you don't want to call in, give us a shout out on Facebook. Uh, We'll be happy to answer your questions. In fact, Nick Looper has said already this morning, good morning, guys. If you read this, throw me a thumbs up. So we'll give you a thumbs up to the camera. Morning, Nick. Producer even gave you one. You can't see him, but he even gave you one. So there we go. You got three thumbs up this morning. Wildlife, be a good day. Wildlife officer Nick Looper, that is. Good for him. So That was a thumbs up, like in spirit, you know. <laughs> the... Um You know, there's a lot that has changed in the outdoors. Oh, gosh, yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. Somebody asked me, they said, when you started trout fishing, I was having a conversation with a guy, and I said, when I started trout fishing, the only waders that we had were those neoprene ones. And if it was anywhere warm like it is today, I mean, it's, you know, temperatures are probably going to get up in like 65, 70. Right. You go out fishing, you're as wet on the inside as you are on the outside. Right. And now they have the breathable technology, and uh, you know the waders have well, just, advanced. I mean, just think about equipment advances. Oh gosh, yeah, just that. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, the first, the I, that's kind of where I was thinking, and and I'll tell you, I'll go ahead and preview our list. The very first thing I put on advancement for changes of the last decade, or one of the first ones I thought of, is the evolution of the crossbow. I mean, it used to be handicap only in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Then it opened up to everybody else, and now they've got crossbows that are just, I mean, yours is dead on accurate at 70 yards. Not, oh, yeah. I mean, that that technology has come a long way in 10 years. I mean, it's not the Battle of Hastings. I mean, it's, it's you know, put the, put the reticle on the deer, and it's down. You're not, like, arcing something in there, like, over a castle wall. Sure. But you are very descriptive today. I'm, 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 for the moment, yes, but I probably will go down a verbal cul-de-sac that I'll never get out of at some point today. I, I guarantee you that one. Arcing over the castle wall. Yeah, Battle of Hastings. I, I get it. Okay. I understood it. Okay. Favorite movie is Braveheart, you know. Archer's Loose. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. Okay. No. It's a very apt uh, description, though. I mean, It is. It Thank is. you. Thank you. I try. He is, he is showing his verbal... Prowlessness today. Mm-hmm. 
that and the other one I came up with, and maybe this will spur some of our our fishermen who are out and about today, kayak fishing has exploded in the last 10 years, both fresh and salt water. So, You know, it really has. Uh, and I think that's a good thing and a bad thing. I agree. Uh, I do think it's a good thing to get more people on the water. There's a there's a couple of people in my neighborhood, and, of course, where I live, I'm, I'm at the end of the, the my neighborhood. And a couple of people, I mean, for this, this past week, when everybody's not been working and the weather's been warm, uh, I see these kayaks going out every almost every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, good for them. Yeah. Uh, I do think it's created some some issues, and we'll talk about that too. So um, let's go to John. Find out how to work phones. Hey, John, how are you? I, I'm just wonderful. Uh, congratulations on making it through a, a total decade there. <laughs> Assume, assuming we make it for the next hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope to continue for a whole other decade, really, because I love listening to your show on Thank Saturday you. mornings. Thanks. I just wanted to let you know that uh, my, my resolution for this year, getting outdoors with my grandsons, and oh. I got one fisherman and one who's a photographer. He likes to hike and, and take pictures. So I just hope I'm able to get out and, and uh, do some fun with them. Well, you know, that I think getting out and spending time with them is, is wonderful. And, um, you know, and the photography part, I love photography. Uh, I was at a, uh, an, a show probably 10, 12 years ago, and they were offering a photo safari in Africa. That son of a gun went for as much as a hunting safari. It went more. It was almost six grand it went for. Well, you get to shoot them with a cannon. <laughs> but, yes. Yeah, Rob. Yeah, he's not right. But I mean, I I, I would. He's going I, with his sons again, ain't he? Yes, yes, yes. I'd lo- but I'd love to go to like Africa and shoot uh, big game with a camera. I think that'd be so cool. And, I, I think that'd be cool too. And I really have, and this is nothing against hunting in Africa. I have no desire to go down and hunt like the big five in Africa. I, well, with the exception of the buffalo, I'd love to hunt a buffalo. But as far as like lions and uh, jaguars, that elephants—that's just not a not a big thrill. But I'd love to do it with a camera. I think that'd be so cool. Oh yeah. So same here. So, same here. I I wouldn't worry about it. This one photographer fella with the, the doing the hunting safari because he, he can't even kill a bug. He's he's that <laughs> laid back. But uh, but it's still it'd be wonderful. Oh, absolutely, and and yeah, encourage him to. To keep taking those pictures because we we need them. I think uh, uh, every year I get to look at the pictures uh, for the TWRA cameras uh, or photo contest for the calendars and I mean the photography. You know Richard Sims has been in a couple of them. I mean the photography is just amazing. Oh gosh, yeah, they got some wonderful photographs. And he if he can do some nature photographs, honestly, uh, that young man could probably make a living at some point doing that. It'd be great. Thank you, fellas. I appreciate your show very much. Thank you, John. Appreciate Thanks, John. it. There you go. Spend more time with his grandsons, grand sons, fishing and and photographing, fishing and camera work. 
We'll tell you what, if you got the fisherman, the cameraman could take pictures of the fisherman. They could both get together and write a little article, probably get it published in the papers, kids. That would be awesome. Oh, absolutely. That would be awesome. So, where to go, John? Like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spend more time with. I, I, I bought. Uh, uh, lost a camper. Mm-hmm. My, my big camper I lost right, right. due to um, uh, weather. Actually, storm, storm damage, storm damage and uh, destroyed it. Actually, it's gone. It left Sunday, believe it or not. Hmm. Cool. Somebody's going to take it and salvage and or restore what they can. So good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I bought a pop-up camper Okay. that uh, I'm going to use to take uh, hunter man fishing and hunting and camping and enjoy the outdoors. Good deal. So I'm looking forward to that. So. Uh, kind of like John there, I'm, I'm hoping to spend more time out there with my grandson. Mm-hmm. Um, and got a cool side-by-side I got from Compass Auctions that's going to allow me to. You know one of my first trips is going to be? Where? Uh, and I'm going to drag your butt with me. Um, <laughs> okay. Where, where, where are we going? Me, you, and Hunter are going to go up to Royal Blue here Ooh. in the next 30 days and go four-wheeling up through where all the elk are and just to. Take a look at the elk. That would be awesome. I, th- I think so. That would be really awesome. I'm, I'm kind of thinking we do it uh, one Sunday morning, get up early and, and drive up there. Because it's not, what, a couple hours, two and a half hours. Yeah. Drive up there and, and, and go and, and ride around and look for elk. Look for elk. That would be awesome. That does sound like a great trip. So, so see, you're going to benefit too. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can get close enough I can get some more elk hair to tie flies with. There you go. There you go. All right. We're going to go pay a bill. And uh, when we come back. Uh, we're going to continue this discussion. I want you to join us, 267-1023, 267-1023. And uh, let's go ahead and say now, I want to thank all of our sponsors that's kept us on the air for this decade. Oh, gosh, yeah. Some of them have been here the whole decade, and we really appreciate them. We'll talk about them in a little bit. Tony Sanders Outdoors, we'll be right back. Well, every spring for five long years have been Chasing down the same long beard is get up early and I give him all I got. Sportsman's Warehouse has always supported the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee, are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Here come the ducks, hit the high baller. There are no ducks. The ducks are still up north. Well, I, hope, I hope the cranes are here. I've, seen, I've, been, I've been following uh, Double H Outdoors. They've been doing well, but... Because we're 
just what? Twelve days from our hunt. Yeah, about two weeks out. So, th- the cranes need to get here. We need cold air. Get them down here. Get them back down here, because why fly south when you know why fly further if you don't need to? Absolutely, and they won't. All right, we're talking about a couple things, and love to have you join us as to be part of the show. If not, you'll just have to listen to us and what we're talking about. Uh, we're talking about two things. What are your outdoor resolutions now? And and I've said this, and actually I'm I'm working on another organization. I'm working on my my I'm, I'm the president this year, and I'm working on my message for January. And and you know this to be true. I absolutely love New Year's. Oh yeah. Not for football. Not for all that. I love starting with a blank slate. And every January one, we get a blank slate. And it's up to us to do with it what we choose. You can, as you said a few minutes ago, absolutely do none of your ideas, or you can radically alter your life. It's it's your choice. I just, I've always loved New Year's. I've, I've, I've loved waking up on January 1 knowing, by golly, there is no regret in this year. And, and I know that's kind of a kooky, quirky, crazy way of looking at it. I don't, I don't think so. I, I think that's, that's well said. I really do. I think that's really well said. I mean, you've got, a, like you said, a blank slate. I like that. I like that analogy. And it's either upward or downward, and it's your choice. It's all up to you. It's up to you. Yeah. So uh, one of them we always put, and you put it on yours, Yep. get in shape. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change that for me. I'm going to get in a different shape. <laughs> I, I picked a shape and it was round, and I got there. Ta-da! Yeah. Now I yeah. don't want to be round. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a different shape because I don't like the shape I'm in. I'm gonna put a different shape, whatever that is. I'm gonna get one. My doctor has suggested strongly to me that I change my shape. In fact, <laughs> that he wrote it on a prescription pad and gave it to me. That was part of my prescription. Change your shape. <laughs> yeah. Well, he said he said lose some weight. There, right. was a, there was an expletive in there, but he said lose some weight. I appreciate not using the expletive. Yeah. As long as it's not one of the seven deadly, we're all right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, John called in and said his resolution was for more time with his grandsons. One is mm-hmm. a fisherman and one is a photographer. Mm-hmm. Loves to ph- hike and, and, and shoot pictures. Mm-hmm. So, good for him. So, we hope uh, hope John makes that resolution. Um, I'm going to spend more time with my grandson. Okay. Uh, I want to spend more time. I'm trying to spend more time outdoors, just myself. That's a good thing. Um, well, you could you could get you could two birds one stone. You could spend more time outdoors by getting into shape by getting out and walking some of our great trails and scenic byways and greenways and even neighborhoods. You're outdoors. Sure, no, I agree. And do it with your grandkids. There you go. Mm-hmm. See, three birds. Three birds. But speaking of hiking, January 1, you had a a, a deal, which is kind of cool. Yes. Uh, uh, the Tennessee State Parks offer free guided hikes uh, available on New Year's Day. Tennessee State Parks are offering free guided hikes on New Year's Day. Officials say that the free hikes will be available at 56 state parks on January 1st, with the exception. No, you left out a word. I'm sorry. We'll all, be, 56. all 56 state parks. Sorry about that. With the exception of Bicentennial Capital Mall State Park which you don't want to go there anyway. Uh, (laughs) Hikes are led by a park ranger and vary in degrees of difficulty. Park officials say that the free hikes are part of America's State Park's first hikes day in all 50 states. 
Other free hikes are offered throughout the year. Go to the Tennessee State Parks website to find out about a hike near you at a state park. You know what John needs to do? He needs to take his hiking grandson and go up there and hike with Jesse. Oh, yeah, that would be great. Uh, I bet, I guarantee she's going to be leading a hike. Oh, I almost guarantee it, too. Uh, and she's at what park? It's up on Mont Eagle. Franklin Count Franklin. Franklin Forest, isn't it? Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, it's in Franklin County. It's up on it's up on top of Swanee. Yeah, it's up at Mont Eagle. Yeah. Uh, you, you heard Jesse here. Um, Jesse DeWright now. Yes. She just got married. Mrs. And... Jesse DeWright. <laughs> but uh, she is a... a Park ranger mm-hmm. uh, with Tennessee State Parks, and uh, she is going to, you know, and she and, you know, guides from all other 56 state parks are going to be taking uh, taking people around and hiking on January 1. It would be a great opportunity to get out and to hike and spend some time. Oh, yeah. be a great event. So there you go. It's January 1. One of mine, other than get into shape, but one of mine, I put eat more harvested meat, i.e. keep fish for a change. I, I, I'm like 99.999% catch and release. I don't know that I kept a single fish last year. But you don't like trout. I'm not a fan of trout. Um, I'll eat it, but I'm not a fan. Uh, but I let more bluegill and crappie and great, great eating fish go all the time. And this year, you know what? I'm going to keep a few more and I'm going to, I'm going to eat more fish this year that i actually catch so that's one of my resolutions this year good good you gotta try catfish go fish i don't catch many of those i mean i catch a few here and there but i told you how you know benny taught me how to cut out the back straps Mm -hmm. oh my god Mm -hmm. that's good stuff oh yeah well i can take a fish apart that's not a problem it's just i i I think the reason i I don't do it and i'll be 100 percent honest is that if i bring fish home if I, I, I don't, you know, limit, let's say, I don't know, let's say limit's 10 or whatever fish I catch. Uh, I, I have to go ahead and sacrifice one of them and throw it into the corner because we have four cats. Because if I try and clean fish in the apartment with four cats, I've got a feeling I'm going to have a very dedicated audience. So I'm just going to go ahead and sacrifice one fish, just throw it in the corner, let them eat on it while I'm cleaning the other nine. Why don't you just cut the, the good meat off and throw the rest of it over there? They don't care. They're yeah, not pro- picky. Probably not. I'm sure I'll get a lot of fuzzy help. Maybe you could, um, you know, utilize your friend's cleaning station at his house. Yeah, last time I did that, I got ate up with mosquitoes so well, in February. Yeah, well, it's, it's <laughs> a little weird. Um, but there you go. See? Mm-hmm. Eat more fish. Mm-hmm. That I catch. That you catch. What about wild game? Uh, I'm going to experiment in cooking with a lot more wild game. I got a lot of uh, cooking uh, equipment for Christmas. And I've uh, been doing a lot more cooking. Well, I, I do all the cooking in my house, but I've been <laughs> expanding my repertoire and trying some out-of-the-box thinking type things and uh, working on a few things that, uh, you know, that are a little bit harder to make and trying to improve my chef skills. And um, I've got a, uh, a hankering to do some experimenting with wild game. I saw, I was thinking about, I've done uh, pan-seared, Sandhill Crane, so assuming we are successful on our next hunt, I'm thinking about maybe doing a panko breading on them and then baking them for a little while, trying that. You know, just try a few more things to spice up the wild game that I do have. 
just a thought, you know, just getting creative. That'll work. And my wife wants me to make real clam chowder with fresh clams, and she wants me to try to learn to make really good chowder. So that's there. That's in itself an art, you know, with all the heavy creams and stuff like that. So I'm working on it. If you can just figure out how to make the uh, the one they used to serve at that restaurant in Saudi, I'd be a happy guy. Oh, that's blue crab soup. I've got a recipe for that. I do is in my new in my new cookbook that I got. Is it me. as good as the one that we don't know? I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. I will try it and let you know because that was some really good soup. And we're under food. And yeah, yeah, at uh, <laughs> five thirty-five. All right, so, uh, so real quick, what's a, a an, an outdoor new thing uh, or, or a significant change over the last decade? I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the advancement of coolers. Okay, the Yeti coolers came on, you know, about a decade ago, and they've set the bar, and now we've got uh, oh, we've got oh, you know, Arctic, we've got. Uh, Orca, we've got all kinds of, and these coolers are keeping ice. The ones that we weeks. got from uh, Sportsman's, Sportsman's Warehouse. What, uh, what brand is that? Lost River. Lo- Lost Creek. Lost Creek. Those are phenomenal. Oh, they're great coolers. All right, we'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. They ought to give me my old parking spot. I can fit another plug in my tackle box. It's always under construction for all my weapons. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Well, last year we had a bumper crop when them 
Welcome back. It's Tony Sanders Outdoors hanging with you this last show of the decade. Is that really a big deal? Yeah, it's the end of a decade. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you know, the 60s are over, the 70s are over, the 80s are over, the 90s are over. Now the 2010s. 2010s are over, you know. We're 2020. I mean, of course, you know, when I was a kid, I thought by 2020 we'd have flying cars or something like that, but, you know. We'll all have good vision next year. Most of us, yeah. 2020 vision. Yeah, I can pun too. We can see into the future. So we got two questions out there. Two six seven one zero two three. Two six seven one zero two three for your comment. One, what is your outdoor resolution for the year? We do this every year, and we really do want to know what it is. And secondly. What are the most significant changes in the outdoors this last decade? I can think of one that we're going to do in two weeks. What is that? Sandhill crane hunting. Never had a season before. It just happened in the last decade. So you find that you find that as a significant change? I do. Not because is it just because you enjoy it? Partially, but I also think it's, you know, they, they've been coming here for a long, long time, and now we're able to, and I, with that, I threw in elk. I mean, we now have a viable elk herd back in Tennessee after how many decades without an elk population. We had cranes flying here for decades and decades, and we weren't allowed to hunt them. Now we're able to hunt them. I think that's a major event of the last decade, I think. Tell me if I'm wrong. No. I, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. No, I'm going to let the listeners tell me I'm wrong. Well, they'll love to tell you you're wrong. All right. Sandhill cranes, okay, and elk, honey. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ron, how are you? I'm fine, Tony. You doing okay? I am doing wonderful. Thank you so much. You know, uh, coaching and being around young guys for 44 years, like I, in my career, I'm retired now, just you know, retired the other year at Silverdale. And, uh, right. I, I, I spent a lot more time with my eight-year-old, now nine-year-old grandson this past year, and I'm going to spend more time, and I'm suggesting to and I know there's hundreds and thousands, probably, there's a lot of people listening to you. I always, I'm always amazed at how many people tell you, hey, you ever listen to Tony Sanders? And I said, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going hunting and fishing. I listen to it. And, uh, you know, I want people to take their grandsons and granddaughters and start shooting with them. And I did this past summer. I have an old Gambo pellet rifle, and oh. and I taught Nicholas how to shoot in the backyard. And you know, he loves it, and he's a heck of a good shot. And I think, you know, it would be really great if people did that. Well, you know, I, I think you're right. Uh, I think uh, one of the major changes to the outdoors has been the development of the uh, STTP program, the, the shooting sports program here, especially in Tennessee. Uh, to watch it rise and fall and rise again. But I do think that's been a big help in keeping the youth involved. But, the you know, the other aspect of that, uh, Ron, is, is the fact that they don't hunt. They shoot. Uh, so I think it's important to get them shooting, but I think it's also important to get them out there. We took a bunch of kids who were champion skeet shooters. We, yeah. took, we took them quail hunting. None of them had ever been, or actually all but two, had never been hunting before. 
And these guys are champion shots. And yeah. and they, right. had, they had so much fun out quail hunting. Uh, matter of fact, I just applied yesterday to the Friends of NRA, which, you know, I, I raise a lot of money for. But we applied for a grant to take 15 youth hunting next year, uh, quail hunting. Just Oh, that's great. And uh, and so I, I want to I'm and I'm with you. I I love everybody calling in talking about their grandsons and and stuff. I think that's great because uh, I want to spend more time with mine as well. And the first caller, John, that's what he wanted to do. Uh, but I definitely want to get out there with them uh, and get a, get a gun in their hand and get them shooting and uh, but also take them out hunting as well. Yeah. Well, I, you know I think it's just really important if we want to keep the you know the the sport of sport hunting. You know, we want to keep it going. Uh, we've got to educate these young guys because I'm going to tell you, the anti-hunters is a strong movement. The anti-gun people is even stronger in this country. And in my lifetime, you know, I'm 66 now, and I've been a lifelong member of the NRA. My dad signed me up when I was 14 years old. I became a member of the NRA. That's and, awesome. Uh, I, and, you know, I'm going to tell you, uh, you know, I, I won't. I want people to understand one thing. The, the far left in this country, they're, they're trying to destroy certain things in our country that keeps us strong. And I'm telling you, private ownership of firearms and being a responsible hunter and all, that's a big part of being a real American. Oh, absolutely. They want to they destroy it. Don't let anybody kid you. They want to destroy uh, people that believe in God and guns. and stuff. They want to destroy it. You're absolutely right. I remember back in uh, the Cold War, them interviewing uh, one of the uh, leaders of the USSR at the time, and, and and he made the comment that the biggest concern they had was the amount of guns that were in America. That was one reason they had really no desire to, to get into a war, because uh, they, they, they knew there were so many firearms out there. Well, you know, I, I, this is a very true story. My dad was a Marine officer early in his life, and, and, and when he died, he was vice president of the Spring Corporation. He ran the plant here in Chattanooga. That's how I got here from Atlanta. Okay. And uh, my dad, uh, when he was a young Marine officer in 1937, uh, the German general staff sent a Luftwaffe general, a, a, a naval admiral, and, and some pretty—I I can't remember— the the German officer's name, but my dad actually met these guys at the Pentagon, and he went with them from city to city. They made a tour of the United States, and the Luftwaffe, the Air Force general, told my dad when he brought them back to Washington, they stayed a week at their embassy, then they left. They said, you know, nobody could conquer y'all's country. You know, that, now I know I'm using Southern language here, but, but they told me, they said, it'd be impossible to take the United States' force of arms. He said, he, he told my dad, he said, hell, everybody's got a gun. Exactly. He yeah. said, you know, in other words, that, that's what they were concerned with. You know, and I thought about that story. You know, they were probably just here fact-finding, you know, what would be the toughest areas to take, and they determined every area would be hard to take. Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, liberals, they don't care about that. Matter of fact, they just soon turn us over to the world and us getting a two-step line with the people, you know, destroying everything now. I mean, it, it's just unbelievable to me. You know, Nikita Khrushchev said in 1963, or 61, I think it was 61, 
He said, we'll destroy the United States from within. Absolutely. And you know what? They're, they're, they're well on their way of doing it. And, uh, I mean, they've just impeached the president. They made up stuff. The guy hadn't done anything wrong. I mean, they, they don't like him, so they want rid of him. Well, that's not, that's, not the, that's not the deal. That's not what we do in America. Absolutely. Ron, man, that great call. Thank you so much. All right, listen, I'm going wild boar hunting here. Awesome. Uh, we're going to meet up here up in Benton. And, uh, uh, you know, the state's cut us back in three days. And I tell you, I'm aggravated about that. It's going to rain tomorrow. So we're going to give it one more hard day. Listen, y'all, uh, y'all have a good day and have a happy new year. And God bless this country. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Good call. Good call, yeah. Fired up. Well, it- if he's upset about the hog hunting, though, he should hog call his commissioner. Oh, wait. He just, he just did. did. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Ron. <laughs> uh-huh. Appreciate that. Yeah. No problem. Uh, you know, and, and he brings up the, the whole Second Amendment. Obviously, I spend a lot of time trying to help uh, not erode the Second Amendment. I have I have uh, in my in my things that have changed, I have ero- erosion of the Second Amendment as one of my listings. And I think Ron covered that. Pretty clearly. Yep. I think, so we'll, I, put, I think we'll cross that one off the list. Yeah. I don't know if the one above it, I mean, the one above it, I've got big box retailers ditching guns such as Dick's and Walmart. They quit selling guns. I don't know. I put that on there as a, you know, you could always go to Walmart and buy a gun. Now you, now a lot of the Walmarts and can't and Dick's has pretty much gotten out of the business. That's kind of a big change in the last 10 years. And I kind of tagged that one on with the erosion of the Second Amendment. So Absolutely. Uh as, as I, I've told the story many times, I bought uh, my first shotgun I ever bought was from Service Merchandise. Of course, I'm no longer in business, but yeah. I walked in there and picked out my Remington 1100 in 1976. $275. Worked my butt off to raise. How many lawns did you mow? A bunch. <laughs> A whole bunch. Let me rephrase How many miles did you mow? All right, we'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Knows all the stories he can tell. Granddaddy's gone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Babies Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results and so will you. Babies have years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Baby Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at babiesfertilizer.com. Here come the ducks, hit the high baller. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. We're playing this for all the duck hunters out there that are not seeing or hearing ducks. Yeah, I heard it is really bad this year. So if duck hunting is bad, does that mean sandhill cranes are bad? 
I've seen a lot of Sandhill Crane photos on Facebook, so hopefully it'll it'll stay positive for the next fourteen days or so. We're bringing. I'm bringing in some heavy hitters. Yeah, true, true. We're going hunting with the guy in charge of waterfowl. Oh, so that means I have to be nice and no duck puns. Well, I don't know. He might appreciate your puns. Okay, I got a I got a crane call. Good. So we're 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 bringing him in, and then we're also bringing in the chief of wildlife for TWRA. Oh, I better be on like real good behavior. You better have your license, baby. Yeah, I will. Be writing tickets. Are you commissioner, director of ducks, and director wild? Jeez, that's gonna be a interesting block. How many how many degrees in biology can we fit in one blind? That's what I'm curious because you because you know uh, uh what's his name uh the guy uh, I'm drawing a blank Jason Scott yeah they've got degrees in biology I'm, am I the only non biologist in that no you're a CPA yeah okay feel better yeah a little bit not much let's hit the calendar uh the Baptists at Bayside are having their wild game dinner see how I read that I thought about that this weekend the Baptists at Bayside are having their wild game dinner at 4 p.m. Jeff Daniker of Realtree Buck Outdoor Ventures TV. Danker. Danker, sorry, will be. Uh, you were thinking of Danica Patrick. That's what you were thinking of. Apparently. <laughs> Wouldn't mind having her at Bayside either. That will be. Uh, or, in, or in a Sandhill Crane blind. Sure, why not? She wants to tag along. Sure. Uh, I wouldn't kick her out. You want to start all over? Yeah. Let's try February 1st. The Baptists of Bayside will be having a wild game dinner at Bayside Baptist Church about 4 o'clock. Jeff Danker of Realtree Outdoors Buck Ventures TV will be the speaker. Then on the 8th of February, the Baptists at Silverdale will be having a wild game dinner at Silverdale Baptist Church. Theirs is going to start at 4 p.m., and the speaker will be Jimmy Houston, famous fisherman. Then, have you ever heard Jimmy speak? I have not. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that one. He I'd is. Like, I'd like to meet him. I, I and 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 I've met several of the through the years. I've met several of them. Um, Jimmy Houston is about as down to earth as you can meet. Cool. No, I mean he's 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 a human like anybody else. But yeah, I, but I mean still. And, and I tell you something else that surprised me. Um, Bill Dance. Oh, I've met Bill Dance several times. He thanked me for. He thanked me for. T- putting on a show where I was tying flies, but there was a guy in Memphis that was a fly tire that looked just like me. He walked up to me. I was tying flies in an event. He goes, I saw you on TV last night. You did good. I just looked him square in the eyes and went, thank you, sir. <laughs> you lied through your teeth. I did. I wasn't going to correct him. He's Bill Dance. He, you know, <laughs> I mean, just take the compliment. Yeah, I did. I'm not going to correct the man. The man's a legend. I'm not going to correct him. Uh, anyway, on March 14th, uh, the DU Green Wing event, Youth event will be out at Covey Creek Farms. It will be starting at 11 ish. Uh, it'd be a great event for all the kids. There's going to be all kinds of events. There's going to be prizes. Every kid goes home with a backpack. There's going to be archery, BB guns, shotgunning, fishing, hiking, uh, running around through the woods, l- lunch. Oh, they, f- they feed all the kids lunch. TWA officers will be there. Georgia DNR officers will be there. They get to meet all those people. The SCI World of Wildlife. Uh, trailer will probably be out there and one of the major sponsors always that gives and gives and gives is Sportsman's Warehouse. They will definitely be out there as well. So that's your outdoor calendar. If you have anything that you want put on the outdoor calendar, if you're a Baptist and are having a wild game dinner, give me <laughs> email at rob at Tony Sanders Outdoors. Does it have to be Baptist? No, they can be we'll take Methodists, Presbyterians, Lutherans, whoever, Catholics. It'll be a fish fry for the Catholics. So, 
Uh, I, I, I can say that. So uh, anyway, they did that out at New Salem. Remember? Oh yeah, you like to go there. Oh, I love the New Salem. Are they Baptist? They are. Okay. If you're a Baptist or whoever you are, if you're having an uh, outdoor <laughs> event, shoot me an email at rob at tonysandersoutdoors.com. Rob at tonysandersoutdoors.com. If you have anything you wanted added to the Wild Baptist Game Dinners. <laughs> there you go. That was for you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh-huh. All right, man. First hour is in the can. It's been a fun show. Look forward to the second hour, and I hope you stay around. Go get a cup of coffee, and we'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Leaves are turning, there's a chill in the air. Campfires are burning. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors, your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Welcome back. Hour number two of the last show of the decade, Tony Sanders Outdoors. I am Tony Sanders. Joined by the trial professor, Robert Pronto. Good morning. Again. Again. Hour number two, for those who can't wake up on time. They missed a good first hour. Well, they can go back and listen to it live on Facebook if they want to. That's true. Or our podcast. Or our podcast. They can pick it up a lot of places. You know, I've been told, I've had a lot of people tell me, they say, oh, I've been listening to y'all a lot more now that that that's available. And, well, thank thank y'all and... Appreciate you listening, even though you're not live, but it'll seem live. It is Memorex. Now, at that point, yes, it is. <laughs> There's something from the lost decade. Uh, a couple of them ago. I said something the this other day. I said, or... are you going to tape that show? And <laughs> I don't know when the last time we actually used tape was. You know, I was something. I said, oh, you, some on TV. I said, oh, are you going you gonna to tape that? You know, just, I don't know. Probably not going to change. All right. So the first hour we talked, um, uh, we got two two topics out there. Very rarely do we really do topic shows unless we have guests here. And, and we threw two topics out there. What are some of the most significant changes over the last decade since this is the last show of the decade? What do you, what are some of the, what is some of the significant things? And some of the things that has been brought up, uh, increase in the high school shooting teams mm-hmm. um the um the other way there you go kayak fishing exploding you brought that one up mm-hmm. thought that was uh pretty interesting and uh and and I, I said good and bad and and uh i didn't expand on that so let me expand on that i think it's awesome that there are more people out there fishing i enjoy kayak fishing we got the bass yakers here that have a fishing circuit that's really kind of cool um, the downside is, uh, you got a lot of people on the, on the water that do not understand being on the water. Uh, I think that's caused some conflicts. Uh, there is a, there is a real conflict 
Now, we're not facing it here very often. I'm, I'm in a keyword there is very often. But there are a couple of the bodies of water in the state that there is a tremendous conflict between the kayak and the uh, the boaters. And with that, we've seen an increase. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's more people. We've also seen an increase, I know, this year of kayak versus boat accidents. Now, I mean, yeah. there's more people out there. There's more people boating every year. There's more people getting into boating. There's more people getting into kayak fishing. So it, it's it's not unexpected, but it's a unintended consequence of the popularity of both. Correct. So uh, You mentioned crossbows. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really true. There's been a, a big change, uh, evolution in crossbows, um, or improvement, I guess, more than an evolution. The uh, hunting, Sand Hill Crane and elk hunting, two big changes over the last decade that uh, are huge. Sand Hill Crane, especially. I, uh, um, I, I, I'll be the first to admit it. I just absolutely love it. Oh, yeah. I wish there were more cranes that I could hunt here in Tennessee other than three. I mean, I do too, uh, but well, hey, I'm thankful for what we have. And and I like, we didn't really talk about it much, but the advancement of coolers, you know, that really Sunday, not Sunday, Christmas Day, uh, kind of called and said, hey, can you bring ice to the, to the um, Christmas deal? I said, sure. Um, and, you know, in the past, I've always stopped and got a bag. Well, I grabbed one of my smaller coolers, and this one is happens to be an Ingle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've grabbed one of those, took it to one of the bulk ice places, filled it up, took it in the house, and it was it was the small. It was the little roadie, 20-quart, and it was perfect size, set it in the floor, and everybody got their ice out of there. And when we left five hours later, I still dumped out ice and very little water. They mm-hmm. just hadn't frozen or thawed at all. That Lost Creek, I told you, I, I tested it out on my uh, psycho fishing adventure up in uh, East Tennessee, put ice in it on Tuesday, and still had probably just as much ice on Sunday when I went home. <laughs> Speaking of Lost Creek, Lost Creek is the one that Sportsman's Warehouse sells. It's their brand or I guess their... Yeah, their house brand. Their house brand. So, so I pull it out because uh, I was taking some food to my mother-in-law's for Christmas. And, and so I had cooked or warmed it up, actually rewarmed it at the house. And I wanted it to stay warm. And I'm trying to figure out how to do it. So, I'm like, oh, that's right. I bought that Lost Creek at the Quell Forever mm-hmm. event. Sportsman had donated it to us, so I bought it at the... And so Kyle was there with me. This is Christmas morning. And I said... Uh, Help me get this cooler out, and so we got the cooler out, and and I set it down and picked it up and started rolling it. And he goes, "Oh, that's too cool." Speaking, and, and he had never seen it. Yeah, and it's got rollers on it, and of course, you know, our buddy Corky bought uh, the bigger one than what we've got. You and I've got the sixty-five quart. He's got the bigger. Three, one. He's got the three-bedroom apartment one. Yeah, yeah. But it's got wheels on it, too. And he said, oh, it makes all the difference in the world. I actually took that cooler home over Christmas because my mother-in-law wanted to send a whole bunch of food back with us. And she sent, like, four bags of sausage balls and sausage pinwheels. And she said, you need to bring a big cooler. I said, not a problem. Can do. Got it. Got it. And I put ice on that, and I haven't had any melted. 
I, so I, I have to agree. The advancement of the coolers are, it, it's amazing. I concur. I, I wish I had bought that big one, the, the coffin one that Chris Sanders had over at Truck and Trailer. The, you know, the one that was. Oh, the, the three-studio bedroom apartment in New York. Yeah, the, I mean, it was a huge one. But, you know, what he pointed out was it's so big that once you get it loaded, you can't move it. You yeah, got to yeah. have a forklift. Yeah. And uh, so he, that was a good point. So I was glad. After I did that, I was glad I didn't buy it then. Mm-hmm. Anyway, because could you imagine? Uh, you'd have to open it up and um, uncork it to, to let all the water out. And it'd take it, you know, two weeks to thaw. Oh, gosh, yeah. So It'd be like waiting for spring. And then we're also talking about any uh, resolutions you have for the outdoors. I don't want to get into all your 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 personal improvements unless it's outdoor-related, so. A uh, couple things we said there was get in a different shape. Yep. I'm not going to say get in shape. Get into a different shape. Outdoor shape. Outdoor shape. Eat more harvested meat. That was keep you know, yours. Keep fish that you, instead of releasing them, you're going to actually keep them and cook them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think both of us are going to experiment in cooking mm-hmm. uh, more wild game. Uh, the The next one is, is one that I really... I've said it before. I've I've never backed away from it. I'm not a range guy. I just don't go to the range that much. Uh, going up to dead zero has changed that a little bit, uh, especially the thousand yards is a lot of fun. I want to get more time on the range. I just I want to spend more time shooting. I've got that on mine too because I need to improve my skills. I have a lot of firearms that I don't ever shoot. And so I've been selling a bunch through Compass Auctions, and I'm trying to get to a more manageable number. Uh, well, that's hard to do when you sell when you sell four and buy three. I went down. I know it's, it's a, a process. Yeah, I know it's a negative. I know it's a negative energy. You got you're down one, but still okay. But you but the new guns you got to take them out and let them bark and you know try them out. I know, I know. So I want to go, and I actually more than anything speaking of dead zero. I want to work on my long-range shooting. Um, I don't know that I'll shoot that many times in my life at 1,000 yards. I want to be able to, though. You want to feel confident about it. Yeah. I want to I want to drop a elk in the next time zone. Fair enough. That, you can do it. You know, I want to. You know, if you spend all that money to go elk hunting, right? Right. And, and out west, and you, you do all that. Well, when you get there, then you got to make sure that you can drop your, your elk, your target. So I want to be able to shoot one in a 1,000 yards and feel confident of it. That's like getting a brand-new fly rod for Christmas and say, hey, I'm going tarpon fishing. Mm, no. Yeah. No, there's a, there's a learning curve in there. So I want to go, go shoot some uh, more at the range, including handguns. I should be talking to myself. But I, I've always said that one of the things that concerns me is the fact that a lot of people carry guns and don't know how to use them very well. Okay. I can fit into that category if, if I don't go to the range and shoot. So I've never been much of a range person. I'm going to change that up. I'm going to spend more time up at uh, our sponsor, Dead Zero, and, and spend more time putting lead through paper. Sounds great. So there we go. I've got some silly ones on here, but these are for me. I want to study. I want to learn more if I'm out and about. I've got a very good friend of mine named Chris uh, who's getting over shoulder surgery. So, Chris, hope you're doing well. 
um, he can name all these outdoor plants and tell me which ones are edible. And he does a lot of hiking and says, oh, yeah, I just bring I bring this. And then I pick up some wild fennel and some wild this, that, or the other. And he knows exactly which ones are poisonous and which ones aren't. And I want to I learn a little bit more about uh, foraging for wild edibles because I'm on a food kick, I guess. But I also want to learn the tree names because that is one area I am severely lacking in the outdoor if people say what kind of tree is that, I've got either dead or live and green or evergreen or not. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where my tree knowledge lies. Standing, not fallen, dead or alive, green or brown. That's all I got. I could, you know, I, I there's like 87 different types of pine, and I want to learn. I want to get study them a little bit. I just want to be able to say poison ivy, poison oak, sumac. Uh, yeah. No. Oh, you remember when I got into sumac and my legs yeah. looked like I lost a fight yeah. with a weed eater? Yeah. Oh, this is scary. Uh oh. Hi, Kyle. How's it going? It, it depends on how how you what direction you take the show. Well, I am filling up this boat full of fuel, and I'm going to the lake because I want to catch some crappie and feed this family. Um. Well, good. I ha- I have to brag on him. I have to brag on him. This is my son, Kyle. Right? Mm-hmm. And he got me a uh, cool new crappie rod. Oh, very nice. Is it going out in the boat with you this morning? His no, it's, it's at my house. Oh, okay. No, he's not taking it out. Okay. You he, you are not going to test it for him? No. Okay. I'm not letting him. Okay. But so you're going you're going to fish more. Good for you. Yes, sir. Hopefully uh might catch at least the limit. Let's hope so. Is anybody going with you? Uh I've got uh my friend going with me right now. So Good. hopefully uh Hopefully we'll both catch our limit. I'm, I'm hoping so. Well, good. Good luck to you. Yes, sir. Well, you guys have a good show today, and stay Thank, in there. Thank you, man. Talk to you later. Right. Bye. Bye. There you go. Mm-hmm. My son's going fishing. Last time this while year. I'm here. What? Well, last time this year, probably. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Another day. All right, we're going to go uh, pay a bill or two. Come back. I'd love to hear your thoughts on resolutions and or what are some of the significant changes you know one we haven't mentioned the gorilla in the room two of them cwd and asian carp i've got them on my list yep we'll be right back tony sanders outdoor it's always under construction for all my weapons of like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Babies Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Babies has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Sportsman's Warehouse provides outstanding gear and exceptional service to inspire your outdoor memories. 
Now's a good time to use those Sportsman's Warehouse gift cards, which both Robert and I got and for great savings during their winter clearance sale. Great deals in every department, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. You'll find name brand products at better prices. If you don't see the gun that you want to go at the store, which I find really hard to believe, go to sportsmans.com for over 8,000 additional guns to choose from. You can have your gun shipped directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special discounts. Be sure to like and follow Sportsman's Warehouse on Facebook for special events, promotions, and prizes. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hanging with you this Saturday morning, the last show of the decade. Just found out my son's going fishing and I'm sitting here. It's the way it goes sometimes. When you lose some, you lose some, and sometimes you just try to uh, break even. What is it? Sometimes you get the bear, sometimes the bear gets you? Yeah. <laughs> there, there is a funny story, uh, in, or a meme or whatever, uh, and Dave, we're coming right to the phone. <laughs> it said, uh, uh, it's, it's kind of like a headline written, mm-hmm. man survives bear attack with the twenty two. Yeah, my wife read me that story, and she did it with a straight face, and <laughs> when she got to the punchline, I was like, ah! And uh, he was talking about his buddy didn't survive that after he shot him in the knee. Yep. <laughs> that, that would be me. I would sacrifice You don't have to him. outrun the bear. You just have to outrun your buddy. That's it. It's a lot easier when you shoot him in the knee. Yep. <laughs> hey, Dave, how are you? No, that's Steve, not Dave. Oh, okay. <laughs> how are you doing? Hey, uh, this new gun uh, carry law that they're putting to effect. I, I read up on it a little bit yesterday, and it said that there's only one place on the internet that you can get the uh, do the 90 minute class. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's the same idiot that owns the uh, that owns that website is the one that passed that law. You know, it makes because sure. that's that's going to be a money maker there, and you can only get it in one place. Yeah, sounds a little fishy to me. Well, it makes you wonder, and and I don't I don't have any idea what that is. I I I this is not I I don't understand the law. Uh, I'll just say that. Uh, I think it's stupid. And 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 you know and there's there's this is somewhere between what we have now and constitutional carry, where we don't have to have anything. And I understand the argument of constitutional carry. I really do. Uh, but I do think that when you're out in public, you have to have some responsibility. Uh, if you're in, 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 I've always said, I really thought it made sense to, to requalify, not just, you know, go one time. I got friends that have, have got their carry permit that haven't fired a gun in 10 years. How, how safe are they? Well, now they, if you got a friend, they don't have to fire one at all. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm, (laughs) I'm, I'm not a big fan of this. I know Ronnie died. I saw he commented on our Facebook page a few minutes ago. He made the comment that they would not be involved with that at all. Uh, I yeah. think I think you do have a responsibility to carry a gun uh, it, when you carry a gun, and I think uh, I don't think that most people have the wherewithal to to understand that responsibility without help. And, and, and but the flip side is, 
the uh, the carry class that we have here uh, was very limited in what it did too. So, it had a lot of legal aspects of it, but I mean, it was good to learn the legal aspects. But as far as you you get the repercussions of okay, this is this is what's allowed I, not. I can explain explain the legal aspects very simply. You shoot somebody, you're going, going to, to jail. jail, and you're going to have to defend yourself. Yeah, it's that simple. Anybody Whether you're in the right or yeah. wrong, it doesn't matter. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. But no, yeah, I, I'm I'm not a big fan of this this new thing at all. Nor am I. Wonder wonder why they would even do something like that. And does any other state do it that way? There's a few states out there that are constitutional carry, which this is kind of the same concept. I think the theory is is you're going to learn a little bit about the law, and that's about it. And so it's it's almost yeah. like a constitutional carry. Now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's not going to allow you to carry in any other state, I don't believe. I think it only works in Tennessee, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Well, uh, well, wouldn't that be up to the other states to accept it or not? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is I don't think they're going to accept it because it yeah. does, doesn't meet the criteria that that they've all kind of come together with on the uh, yeah. on what, what is – you know, acceptable and what's not. It's kind of like a learner's permit for gun carry. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. I don't know if that's accurate, but it seems like it's like a learner's permit. <laughs> that's, that's an awful dangerous learner's permit. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> ain't kidding. Yeah, but it just that's just kind of what it seems like to me, or everything I've read about it. It it, it seems like it's out of place and not needed. I'm with you. But. Yeah, well, my, I mean, that's just like my daughter. She won a pistol down at Carter Shooting Supply. Uh huh. Cool. And and she she went down there and got it. And I told her about this new class. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I said no. I said that's not the one you're going to take. You know, you got they they bought her a class, uh, range time and everything. You know, she's got it all. And I said you're going to learn the laws and Absolutely. learn to shoot a little bit better. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So no, I, I'm with you. And uh, again, I don't know exactly the premise of why this all came about, but uh, it is what it is, and. He was able to convince enough people to vote for it, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Maybe they won't be the ones that get shot. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, okay. Thanks. All right, man. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye. You know, I hadn't even talk, thought about that long. I actually saw something on it the other day, so. I think it's silly, too, but that's just my two cents. And I really do think I'm going to end up with this. What is it? I'm not going to say because people got there and bid against me. Oh, oh, that is nice. Yes. Oh, I see what that is. Yes. Oh, compass auctions. Huh? Yes, that's pretty. That is very pretty. <sighs> anyway, mm-hmm. all right. I, I teased it. CWD and Asian carp and whirling disease and whirling disease. Uh, how long have we had whirling disease? Uh, it's been around, it, it's kind of like CWD, it, it, it's been around for a long time, it just got in here thanks to people from North Carolina, so it's been the last, probably, it's been in the last decade that it got here, before we never had a problem with it here in Tennessee, you had a problem with it out west, but very, very similar to CWD as far as the transmission goes, from, started out west and got here, but yeah, the Asian carp explosion, that's been a story for the last decade. Chronic wasting disease making it uh, to various southern states and now into our home state of Tennessee. And uh, whirling disease coming in on the uh, 
South Holston and Watauga Rivers. So that's the sad part of the decade, I guess you might say. You know, the CWD is, um, and I know it's been around since 1959, I get it, uh, but it has significantly changed what's happening. Uh, and, and, I, and kudos, TWRA is actually being recognized nationally for their efforts on CWD. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying it's perfect, but we're, we're, we're doing our, our best. And, and I wished people... Oh, never mind. I'm not going to get on that soapbox today. Okay. And I'm in too I'm too good of a mood. Okay. You, you need to write an article when I leave the commission. Okay. What Next am I writing week. on? Stuff that I haven't said while I was on the commission that I wanted to. Oh. <laughs> that's not an article. That's a book. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's a book. Just title it, uh, Rob's, I mean, sorry, Tony's uh, Goodbye. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I had been in leadership of, of my club here highland sportsman club and when i stepped down as president uh and we're term limited and all that i get that but i stepped down and i wrote a, i wrote an article myself it said headed to the back table and uh <laughs> i like it and uh, this this is kind of the headed to the back seat yeah but let yeah. somebody else drive for a little bit yeah so uh i've also got uh in in the last decade we have broken a lot a lot of fish records in the last decade and I knew you'd ask how many. So <laughs> how I many would, have we broken, Rob? We have broken 22 in the last decade, including largemouth bass, spotted bass, Alabama bass, rainbow trout, which I put an asterisk by, brook trout, black crappie, which was just last year, that monster they caught. That like a world record. It was. Yellow perch, musky, brown bullhead, goldfish, silver carp, bigmouth buffalo, black buffalo, short-nosed gar, long-nosed gar, smallmouth red horse, paddlefish, creek chub, golden shiner, skipjack, Quillback Sucker, and Tilapia, totaling 22. These are all in the last decade of fish records. That's pretty impressive. I agree. I agree. Tennessee has done well on its fisheries, uh, especially with the largemouth, the introduction of the Florida strain species. We're getting bigger bass. Um, we're getting a lot bigger um, what I call rough fish, uh, a lot of your musky, uh, your bullheads and, and carp and stuff like that. The yellow perch record this year was just this year. That that thing was a toad. That was a three pound yellow perch. I've never seen one. What is a quillback carp sucker? It's a fish about yay big. It's kind of brown. It's got a subterminal mouth, a very high dorsal fin, and that's why they call it a quillback. Um, it's a it's a it's a sucker like on the bottom. They're 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 about yay they're about yay for Facebook. They're about yay. Um, yeah, radio people are struggling. Yeah, with I'm, I'm thinking they're probably about uh, 12 inches, 13 inches, sometimes at the max. Um, and now we got a tilapia record because those things got loose up in Nashville during the floods. Um, I was going to say that's not a. Well, several of these are not indigenous species. Uh, the only indigenous, well, rainbow trout are not indigenous technically to Tennessee. Uh, goldfish are not. Silver carp are not. Uh, is that goldfish as in in, as my, in, as in my tank? In, yeah, as in somebody let it go and it got grew up and they caught it and it was a record. Um, tilapia are not indigenous. The only the brook trout's the only indigenous one uh, from the trout species that is actually indigenous. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Twenty-two fish records this decade, mm-hmm. including the largemouth bass set right here in our backyard. Yep, twenty fifteen. You know. 
one of the the significant things too, the explosion in Dayton, Tennessee of fishing tournaments. I did that. You're true, and I should have thought of that one, and I didn't. That I mean, that's just was right out there, and I didn't think about that. Chickamauga one. being named the top did, three bass lakes in the country. Mm-hmm. Pretty huge deal. All right, we'll be right back. Give us a call, Tony Sanders Outdoors. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a thousand guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty's Fertilizer. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Wow, this is really kind of the last segment of the decade. We got a little short one at the end where we talked about what's going on around, but, man, we're, we're wrapping it up, Robert. Rapidly. You know, I like your number 11 on your outdoor resolution. Thank you. Uh, My number 11 is try for another TARP certificate. I went out this year and came a frog hair short of another TARP this year, but I've figured out where they were, and I just, it had to be a 10-inch fish, and I was getting nine, nine and three quarters, nine and a half, nine. Which one are you missing? Uh, I was going for the rock bass this year, and I got into a lot of, 
good sized ones and they were don't get me wrong it was a pleasure to catch them and i had fun doing it so is this now let me hold on is this just a tarp or is this a master angler three or whatever i need five more for master angler three okay and i was going to knock one off my list last year but i as i said i ended up just a frog hair shy so i'm going to try for two tarp species this year and work towards master angler three i don't think i can get all five in one year. I, it's possible, but I, I just don't think it's going to be practical because I've gone through the fish that I know how to catch. Now I'm going to have to get with friends that uh, can target species that I don't normally fish for, such as crappie, such as walleye. Such I've, I've gone through the list of species that, that I've caught. I've got all the brim. I've got the bass. I've got the catfish. Did you see the walleye cockerel? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, that thing was huge. Um, Would that have been a tarp sauce? Probably, I'm thinking it would be. I don't know. I'd say I don't. I've got the list on my phone, so if I ever catch one, I can look and reference it. I typed out the whole list and put it on my phone. Um, but I just I need to get five new species that are tarp worthy. And first of all, getting tarp is it, getting a tarp is hard. Okay. But um, as it should be because they are trophy fish. But I've got to start targeting fish that I have never and or don't fish for. Because I've exhausted the ones I do, so I've got to go for new stuff. Or you could help me get my master angler one and two, and then then we can both go after three together. True, true. Could do that. I I can I know where to get most of them. Um, trying to think what the other ones. Are. There's a few others that I could catch, but they're like I have to catch a. I'm I'm not even going. And yes, I know I'm the trout professor, but I have to get a thirty. I think it's thirty inch brown for a tarp, and the only thirty inch browns that I know of are up in the South Holston. The Watauga, I'm going to have to significantly travel to the upper east-east. Uh, brook trout, I think, is 12 or 13 inches. And, again, I'm going to have to go to the bigger reservoirs to get those. Hey, i got a camper you can use. And a grandson that will tag along. There you go. There we go. Hey, win-win. All right. <laughs> Good for you. Quit throwing rocks in the water. <laughs> <laughs> he actually likes fishing. I know. Good for you. So uh, going back to the the expansion of rifle calibers, that's, I find that interesting. Why you would put that? Well, some have fallen in and out of favor. I mean, the thirty out six will always be there. It's a, it's the standard workhorse, the thirty thirty. But we're three oh eight, three oh eight. Yeah, we, we've got these calibers, and they've been around, and they're and they're great calibers. But a lot of people have been getting into these. I don't want to say they're not wildcat calibers, but they're just not as common. I mean, the 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 270's always been there, the 243 stuff like that. But we're getting into the 6.5 Creedmoors a lot more. Of those guns being produced, a lot of the 338 Lapua. Um, we're getting a lot of the more unique calibers, and people are fine tuning their firearms for specific hunting situations. Uh, Which is how you end up with safes. <laughs> Yeah. Full of firearms. Uh, I know predator hunting is real big, and those guys are really liking that. Was it Ruger 204 or 209? Is it 204? I'm, I'm not sure. It's a, it's it's just that hot, you know. I always like the 22-250. There's another one that, you know, that one's come into vogue, per se. But I put a lot of people, I, this is all expansion. I put a lot of people are expanding their arsenals with newer caliber. Not n- newer, but. I don't have a three three eight. I do have a six point five mm-hmm. now. Thanks to my buddy winning it and me buying it. Mm-hmm. I need to win them. 
instead of buying them all the time. Yeah. Um, I think one of the biggest significant changes is the advancements in electronics. I concur. You talk about, uh, you know, fishing, the side imaging and the side scanning. And, I mean, my God, you can see the scales on a fish underwater. Mm-hmm. Uh, the electronic advancement is, is awesome. Just in our phones, you know, I'm sitting here with a computer-powered phone that has all kinds of stuff on here uh, from from weather to, uh, you know, I get alerts when we've got bad storms coming now. Uh, all the regulations for hunting and fishing for Tennessee are on there now. You can check in uh, your harvest on your phone without ever going to a check-in station anymore, and there's no check-in stations anymore. Um, except in the CWD area. Except in the CWD. But, you know, there's just so much available in electronics that it's it's made what we do a little bit better, uh, I think. I'm just looking at mine. I've got TWA on the go. I've got Georgia Outdoors. I've got Alabama and North Carolina. All mm-hmm. their regulations right. at my fingertips if I ever need them. TVA Water Flow. I've got TVA Water Flow on there. Um, you know, it's just it, there's so much information that's available at your fingertips now. Mm-hmm. There's there's really no reason not to be able to uh, to know what is happening around you and and nor making a mistake from that you know not knowing what's legal or not. You know, I go back to just a few years ago when you and I were were hunting, and you sent me a text and said, you know, can I shoot this? Yeah, it was a black fox. Yeah, and I'm like. Pfft. I, I was know. just curious if they were in season because I had a, a if I had shot it with the rifle I had I think it would have you might have overkill there but <laughs> but the fact that we could quickly look it up on the phone and it was like yes mm-hmm. you can shoot and uh, I think that does make a, uh, a, a just having that knowledge is and you know we see some people uh, that really use it uh, a lot oh so. yeah oh yeah. Uh, the last one, or I've got a couple more left, but one of my favorite ones is we've seen an increase in bisons and idiots because it seemed like every week for about a month and a half there, somebody was trying to pet the fluffy cows, and they were getting tossed about 50 or 60 feet up in the air and gored. I don't know how many people versus animals at national park stories we did last year, but I know it was more than at five. I know it was more than five. And, folks, I'm telling you, that's natural selection at work. Don't pet the fluffy cows. Leave the cute little puppies with big, sharp teeth alone. If you see an elk, don't go poke it with a stick. It's got these very sharp things on its head, and it will stab you. If you see a grizzly bear, leave it alone. Don't drink out of geysers. I hate that we have to tell people this, but I've seen an increase of animal-people interactions at a lot of our parks we've had two here in tennessee that bear in um cades cove and people were you know what two feet from it a woman sat down and was photographing it and had that bear gotten irritated it would have turned around and swiped her and taken her literally taken her head off and then there was and then there was the idiot over i think it was cades cove again there was the idiot who was a mom and two cubs and and this guy gets in between them 
and I was waiting for him, and she falls charged, thank goodness, but I was waiting for him. I was watching that video going, I'm going to get to watch somebody get eaten by a black bear. <laughs> uh, Idiots. Idiots outside. Well, I mean, they, they're a whole category, unfortunately, but. All right, we're going to go uh, do our final break, and when we come back, we'll get uh, whoever's calling in right now, and we'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoor. Sports' Warehouse has always supported the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sports' Warehouse. Sports' Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Babies Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Babies has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. I do resemble that remark. You do indeed, sir. As I'm looking at. Yeah, I, I, I'm sitting here doing the commercial watching you scroll through <laughs> all the guns, and I've noticed you've got, there's highlighted ones that, on watch list. Watch list, yeah. yeah. So there's a few on the watch list. How many did you get over the Christmas break? I'm not. I don't, you know, it's kind of personal. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get straight to the phones. Hello, Thomas. Hey, sir. How are you? I'm good. Are you here? Are you still traveling for the holidays? No, we're, we're back from Boston. Thank oh, good. God. Good. Uh, <laughs> Just wanted to say to Tony Tiger and Rob the Shark, you guys are going to have another great award-winning year. Well, thank and, you, Tom. Uh, I'm going to uh, soldoncompass.com right now, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, there's uh, there, there's a few there's a few firearms out there this time. <laughs> Not that I would know notice or anything. Like yeah, that. yeah, you don't know anything about that. Not at all. Man, Not at all. Not at all. I mean, I'm sitting uh, here looking at a gun. I sold two two uh, a month ago. I'm looking at a, a one just like it. I'm like, huh? I need that. I need that. <laughs> I don't have yeah, one of those. That's right. Well, every every left shoe needs a pair, right? There you, you go. Need, you that's need a it. right shoe. <laughs> that's it, man. Yeah, man. Double fit. You're double hostered. You're the Lone Ranger, man. There you go, man. Uh, <laughs> you, well, you you guys have a real good one. And I'll be uh, I'll, I'll be in touch. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Talk Tom. to you soon. See you guys. Bye. Bye. He's up in Boston. Went to Boston. Bet you had some chowder. He has uh, 
Hey. Probably wash it down with a soda. He has a daughter, son-in-law who I've hunted with, duck hunting, and uh, and some grand grand grandchildrens. Grandchildrens up there. Cool. So, anyway, Great. all right. Calendar man. Calendars coming up as soon as I get to the calendar on February. I check that on January eighteenth. The Wild I, Baptist? Nope, nope. We're with the uh, Wild Cranes. Oh, okay. On January eighteenth and nineteenth of this year, which is just a few weeks away, the Hiawassee Refuge is going to be have the twenty ninth annual Sand Hill Crane Festival. Starts from eight to five. Lots of great family events. Lots of uh, vendors, food, fun for the whole family, and it's a wonderful event. Then on February first. The Baptist at Bayside will be having the Wild Game Dinner at Bayside Baptist Church. Dinner starts at 4. Jeff Danker of Real Tree Buck Ventures TV will be the featured speaker there. Then on the 8th of February, the Baptist at Silverdale will be having a Wild Game Dinner. They will start around 4-ish, and their speaker is Jimmy Houston. On March 14th, the DU Greenwing event is going to be out at Covey Creek Farms. It's going to be a great event for children. If you have a niece, nephew, son, daughter, grandson, granddaughter, get them out to this event because they get to experience all kinds of things all in one day. They get a backpack full of stuff. They get coloring books. They get fed lunch. They get to archery shoot, BB gun shoot, shotgun shoot if they want to. They can go fishing. They can ride a bicycle on a trail. They can meet TWA officers. They can meet Georgia DNR officers. And they can meet a whole bunch of the conservation groups out there and some of our great sponsors, such as Sportsman's Warehouse and our good friends at the Ducks Unlimited Chapter. So that's what's coming up on the Outdoor Calendar. If you have anything you want to add to the Outdoor Calendar, shoot me an email at rob at tonysandersoutdoors.com, rob at tonysandersoutdoors.com. There you go. Sweet. All right, final resolution. Final resolution? I'm going to say fish more. Fish more. Fish more. Fish more. All right. What's the single largest or single most significant change for the last decade? Single one. I'm I'm going with Asian carp. They've there's such an impact. I'm going with the the introduction. I'm going with Asian carp and CWD. Final answer. Final answer, Alex. Final answer. Good. Well, I have to say shoot more for my resolution. Okay. More time on the range. And I have to say something we actually haven't talked about. The most significant thing in the last decade is the change in youth hunting, which changes the funding source and funding mechanism of TWRA. Uh, That's a huge impact that's going to be happening uh, or is happening now. So there you go. It has been a great decade with you. Thank you so much. Tony Sanders Outdoors, and we will see you next decade. Outside with Cindy is next. We'll be back next year. You have been listening to a podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.